What's up, guys? Wallow J here. I'm here with my co-host, Miguelinho. Miguelinho, say, what's popping? Please don't blow my ears off. What's popping? Is that good? Thank you. I appreciate you, bro. Our other co-host, Egg, say, what's up? What's up? Oh, man, that was so lame. <laughs> you gotta, I'm the foil you gotta get... He's, he's uh, like the right. blown eardrums. I'm the, I'm the, you know, boring white dude. Yeah. And joining us, our newest family member. Hey, welcome to the family. Hey. hey. Uh, Anakin McMahon. Anakin Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. Maybe your question. Go right. ahead. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So, Anakin. All right. A few, few questions, right? First okay. Off, you are a Star Wars fan, right? I'm assuming. Uh, I, how couldn't I be a Star Wars fan? Perfect. If, if, perfect. So that, if I wasn't so, a Star Wars fan, I would have hated my whole entire life. Perfect. See, see. So then follow up question. Does your birthday fall on either May 4th or May 5th? <sighs> no, no. I wish it did. I wish it did. I about it. You know, we'll, hey, I can make it hey, up. Hey, I got a question. I got a question. Leg locker or force choker? Uh, leg locker. <laughs> leg locker. I've been working the force choke more. It's how I actually have been shutting down the body lock. You know, someone body locks me, I get this in here, and I, I call it the force choke. <laughs> right on. Hey, so uh, – I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Biggie. Just real quick, um, have you considered going to a no-touch knockout school? They might be able to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just throw it out there. I have not. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I had a question ready, and I forgot. Thanks, Nick. My bad, my bad. Um, hey, take it away. I mean, you, the, you, the, you the, the, the first easy thing is, obviously, you're now part of the fraternity. You're, you're, you're in PGF Season 5. Yes, sir. Uh, you'll find it is one of the most exciting, most fun events there is. It's, it's a shark week of jujitsu. Uh, why don't you just like tell tell the people out there, like, how, how did this happen? How did you and BMAC hook up? Um, okay, so uh, ADCC Arizona Open, uh, a couple or August 5th. Uh, I ended up doing the absolute division. And funny story about that is uh, I signed up for my division. And the very first guy I had won the gold medal in Tijuana. So I was like, all right, from the beginning, I know this is going to be a tough division. So I walk over to the app or to the tables and I'm like, can somebody just like put me in absolutes? And for whatever reason, they put me in absolutes for completely free. And so, uh, so absolute starts later in the day. It starts at like seven 30. Uh, you know, they're rolling up the mats and, um, my first match, I subbed the guy in about, I don't know, maybe a minute. And then the second match, I go against uh, a tough dude from New Wave. And since he was from New Wave, they move us to the mat that has BMAT commentating with the flow grappling cameras. Uh, and then I just go out there and I subbed him in 20 seconds with uh, a kind of a straight ankle modification that we've been working on. We call it the Vader Lock. So we, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, oh, man. The, the, goal, the goal for PGF is to get a couple more breaks with the Vader Lock. So maybe we can get a... Uh, get an instructional out there. There you go. Shit, that's, nice. a, that's a t-shirt right there, too. <laughs> yep. And then uh, after Abraham, I went on to go against uh, a two-time world champ. Uh, I had no idea who he was. Honestly, I was like, I was like, I don't know. He's got two knee pads on, so I assumed he was a hobbyist. That's how my brain works. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like he's the double knee padded up kid. And then uh, him and I had a really, really good match, and then I ended up finding out afterwards he was a world champ and just like a super cool dude, so – um, wow, cool. Arizona really got the ball rolling for me. 
Nice. Right on. You 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 mentioned that you were at uh, some McDojo's before yes. you got. So uh, I grew up doing judo. I love judo. Um, I was like 12 years old, and uh, and I ended up uh, you know like listening to Joe Rogan and Eddie Bravo on YouTube, and I was like, you know, I really want to start doing jujitsu. And uh, I went to a gym from 2013 to uh, let's see, maybe 2021, 2022, for a long time. And, you know, just being a, a big fish in a small pond, like you're, you're, you're not progressing, you know, you're still doing 90s jiu-jitsu for some reason. And just, I had seen these really like dirty guys in the scene, like just like dirty degenerates. They're like calling themselves the subhounds. And they're like, you know, they're like, dude, you, you're young and you, you could be really, really good, but you're doing 90s jiu-jitsu for some reason against a bunch of 40 year old hobbyists. And I was just like, okay. And uh, so they took me. And then we go to a gym, we end up kind of getting kicked out of that gym. And then we go to a garage and we've been training out of a two car garage for a year now. I was wondering, uh, cause I mean, I'm trying to find the, the sub hounds. I mean, you know, I was doing my cyber stalking uh, as part of my job. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and you know, the sub hounds looks like it is out of a garage. So like confirmed sub hounds yes. is some uh-huh. garage somewhere in Denver metropolitan yes, sir. area. Yes, okay. sir. We got coolers filled with hunted meat next to us. Uh, I don't know how many times I've had, uh, like roundup fall off a shelf onto me. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been chaos, man. But the, the no gym politics and just like, it, it's super nice. Like at first I was like, man, I can't believe I went from like one of the nicest facilities to a fucking garage. Like I was, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'll be honest, we've got so many gyms trying to get us to join in. I'm like, man, I don't even want to leave the garage anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the garage has been good to us. So who's the instructor at the garage? Um, so our uh, our head coach is a guy named Nick Lowry, and uh, he's a super good competitor, uh, but a, a super good coach. And uh, so, man, he's just a smart guy, and he's the kind of guy that will watch instructionals all day and be willing to come in and teach it. And so, uh, you know, people are so dumb because, you know, all of this information's out there, you know, through instructionals. So all these gyms that aren't going through instructionals, it's like, what are you doing? So, uh Man, he puts the time in as the coach, you know, so uh, just the amount of instructionals that he studies is insane. So uh, and then the subhounds before Nick joined was just like a leg lock heavy team. So it's like Nick came and he added in like, you know, the the passing, the back control, just cleaning everything up. But and then I got the leg locks from the subhounds. So um, our whole motto motto is uh, back takes and leg breaks. Nice. So, okay. uh, so, so what area of Denver is that in? So we are in uh, Westminster. So uh, a little bit closer to Boulder, up towards the mountains. Oh, right on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good side. It's a good part of town to be in. All right. In terms of Casa Bonita, how far are you guys from there? That's all I know about Denver. <laughs> that's, all, about, that's all I know, man, unfortunately. You know? I'm about 30 minutes from Casa Bonita. Bro, I, 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 spent, I spent about 10 months in uh, Aurora. Oh, I, I bet know. you that was know. a blast. No, I was in the fifth grade, bro. I mean, <laughs> it was like 30 plus years ago. So, yeah, uh, uh, it was cool, though. I mean, we went to Loveland and, you know, the mountains and whatever. But, yeah, I, I was too young to, like, really enjoy, you know, the city. I yeah. Guess. Uh, unfortunately, all the really good open mats are on that side of town. So Saturday and Sunday, you know, we're driving like 40 minutes to get to that side of town to go train. So you, you mentioned also that uh, that you needed like a little push 
to get the, the tournaments going. So what, what was it, what was going on there? You were not getting like invites or you were not what, what was going um, on? Well, as soon as I joined the subhounds, I knew that I, uh, cause I'm 23. So I'm like one of the younger members. I knew I kind of like, uh, if, if someone's going to carry the boat, it's going to be me. So as soon as I joined, I knew I was going to be just competing as much as I can, but it was really like, uh, it was just really just going to Phoenix was, was the one that really, uh, pushed me to get invited to more events. But before that, we were just, you know, killing the local scene, which isn't great. So, uh, yeah. Like not, I mean, Nagas are good. There's always like, you know, 50, <laughs> yeah, people, man. 50 people in your division. You're no, going to get no. some work. No, man. A lot of the local scene here, like you'll, uh, you'll sign up for like a, you know, 185 pound advanced division and there'll only be two or three guys in it. So, They'll just combine oh, all yeah. the weight classes, and then it's like an advanced absolute or so. There, oh man, there there is you know there's a like a handful of guys I could count on one hand that I'm like man these guys are at the top of Colorado, and then the 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 drop off is very uh, very big. Okay, right on. So I did a fight to win right. pro, and uh, nice. and that and that got things going too. Uh, and really, you know, uh, all the ADCC opens are just such good exposure. Like that, yep. that, that really more than anything has been pushing it, you know, pushing the, the subhounds and pushing me just cause you know, like I had no idea I was going to go against a guy against from new wave, you know, I signed up that day and I was just like, all right, well I'm doing absolutes cause I got a tough division. Our last so. champion was from new wave. Oh. Reese Lefebvre. Yeah. We had, yeah. And actually, uh, yeah, I, uh, we got one guy going against, we have another, uh, we're going down to Enigma. I've got a match on that card. And we have another guy going against New Wave, so we're we're gonna try to keep the lead going. Right on. But I, I got some weird feeling. I'm just I'm just putting this out here. I have some weird feeling that I'm gonna end up rematching that guy from New Wave on that Enigma card. I've just had a weird oh yeah a weird feeling. He's on that card too. I'm like, man, someone's gonna pull out. Like, I don't know why, but I can just feel it coming. You know, those, those four streams. You know, it's my Jedi senses. <laughs> So hey, and you you can run game too, you know. It's like yeah, I I I got you know scoreboard, bro. What's up? Yeah, it, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny going into that match because you know my coach is like, you know what, man, just like we're good at leg locks. Like like let's see how good we are at leg locks. And then it was like twenty seconds, and then they're like, okay, oh, maybe we're good at leg locks. <laughs> well, you know that that camp was basically established on on leg locks. I mean, yeah. When, yeah. when they were all coming up as the death squad, yeah, what were they yep. doing? They were wrecking people with just leg yeah. locks. I mean, and you know, sure enough, we're pulling all of our info from them. You know, so yep. we we own all their instructionals. So it's it, it, and we try to train as best as we can like them. You know, our Monday through Thursdays are two hour blocks, and there's no real hard sparring, hard rolling. Like it is a lot of instruction and a lot of ramping up the resistance for the instruction. So mm -hmm. we really try to emulate what they're doing out there, but in a fucking garage. <laughs> it's ahead, like the, with I, the blue basement, you know, something like that. Yeah. One of those notorious, like, those topic grounds. Yeah. Well, so now you're you're going to be entering the PGF. Uh, you're in the season. Uh, you know, you, you got at least 12 matches, at least three three matches a night, six months apiece. Um, your your big time leg lockers are are you going to be going for that elbow genie extra point in that you know sub one minute? Yes, sir, one hundred percent. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to ask. So, so you are aware of the, the scoring system and all that stuff already? 
Yes, sir. We've we've been looking into it. We've got so I've got so many events coming up that we, we you know take it one at a time, which is kind of nice because it manages that stress. You know, like I'm yes. I've got a uh, and so like when I've been going or when I'm at work, I throw in one of the PGF seasons, just watch through it. Um, like man, but I'm about to be in I'm in Chicago next weekend, uh, the following weekend I believe Texas, and then I get two weekends off New Jersey, and then to Alabama. Oh. So I, nice. I, I wow. we're, we're kind of paced here, you know? So I, I and I actually, I, I enjoy that, you know? So it's just like, okay, like I'm focused on Chicago right now. And really so I'm doing so all these events to really prepare for the PGF, just because you have so many matches, the chance for, you know, a viral moment or just overall good exposure so high. So I'm, I'm really just making sure uh, uh, I'm exciting and I'm subbing guys in under a minute. You know, this is, this is <laughs> listen, a, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think it's oh, just another tournament. It's like, no, you, there's going to be, you know, pretty big exposure. And now that, that we're getting bigger, you know, subversive coming on board, uh, the production every year gets bigger. Yep. So it's like, I'm glad that you, you see it. You, you, you have the vision mm -hmm. that, that, that kind of, we all do for the PGF. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Well, shoot, man, I'm, t I'm tired of working. So I'm trying to, you know, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this the right way, you know, and, and really look at like, how, how do you, how do you grow yourself? How do you monetize yourself? And just, so that's why like, man, PGF, most guys don't do that many pro shows in their or have that many pro matches in their whole entire life. You know, you're getting 12, yep. at least 12. At um, least, right. So yeah, man, it, the the opportunities are there right now, and then especially like uh, jujitsu seems to be going really towards like team heavy events. So that's mm -hmm. that's like why well, I'm super happy with the subhounds because we've got a good varsity squad. So I'm like, man, if I show out for these guys, they can get in on this. So uh, I like I said, I got I'm the one to carry the boat, and I'm just trying to get I'm trying to get the whole team on board. Hell yeah, that's what's up. I mean. Dude what what what's the team like i mean you got guys in in different weight classes are you yes sir pretty much yes okay. sir yes sir we can we we can pretty much field all weight classes oh that's good nice yeah okay. uh we Listen, we've got a good I mean, we have a varsity and we have a jv team oh dude yeah. nice yeah we we I, I i i enjoy having the jv team I, I probably <laughs> wouldn't. I probably wouldn't make the JV. So, well, well, how old are those guys? I mean, are they young or they just not skilled eight, not, uh, like you guys get? 18, 18 to thirty, right in that range. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and some of the guys are newer, you know. But the guys, the thing is, the guys that started with us a year ago have such a better base than I did for my mm -hmm. ten years at a shit jujitsu gym, just because they're like. Yep they're learning this new game. So it's just like, man, you guys, uh, although we're the same age, you guys are progressing at a, at a way different rate than I was. Yep. Right. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, you know, again, guys like you, right. You know, even how you're talking about this, not only do you have the skill, you also have a mature way of thinking and it helps these guys coming up now, right? Like think about it, a white belt. Now at your gym can probably kick a blue belt's ass 10 years ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. How yeah, crazy is that? Uh, yeah. So we have a, uh, one of my teammates, Octavio, he's a, we just gave him his blue belt, but he's tapped, uh, I think he's tapped uh, two or three black belts at these ADCC opens now. Nice. You know, and it's just like, all right, man, like we're doing something right. hundred mm percent. -hmm. Yeah. That's the, pretty good, man. Yeah. Our, uh, yeah, our blue belts are, are pretty funny. We have another one named Byron, which man, like he's the same way as me. If he wins, he wins in under a minute. 
Mm. Oh, wow. you know, and consistently, I think, I, I think his last, I would say his last six or seven matches have been sub a minute, and, you know, oh. and that's, a, and that's our heavyweight. <laughs> so uh, we, we're just, yeah, we, we like getting quick finishes, but it's just like a, you know, it's, that's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in, for to watch. yeah. And in the PGF, you just got six minutes. That's yeah. It. Yeah, there's not there's not you got a 10 minute match and then you got three, two minute overtimes. No, that's not going to happen. You know, yeah. it's six minutes. You either win or you lose. That's it. There's no there's no in between. A tie is a loss. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it pushes the action, which sounds like it's perfect for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely my preference. Like I uh, I barely know the ADCC rules. I barely know how long any of my matches are. You know, I don't look at the points. I don't know what I'm getting points for. It's like, if I'm winning, it's by sub. Like, I I don't even think about, like, looking up at the points. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. So, and that drives my coach, that drives my coach crazy. He's like, dude, you don't even know the rules half the time or how you're getting points. I'm like, it doesn't, (laughs) doesn't fucking matter, man. Like, I'm going to fucking sub or I'm going to get some. So, let's go. Yeah. It's like, bro, he tapped. I mean, what do I need to know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like me and my coach will be rolling, and he'll be like, oh, bro, you may have passed, but you didn't score there. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that's funny. Uh, that's, hey, that, you know, to have that relationship with your coach is also cool, you know? Yeah. That you can, you know, roll and talk to each other like that. You know, you're, you're homies. Yes. You know, yeah. No. That. I, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I've, I've been to other schools where you know it's like super respectful and, and you know you just you know yeah separation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean. I. I don't. I don't kind of like. I don't like those schools, man. It's. It's. I, I like to have fun. If you. If I feel yeah. like it's just too strict, I'm like, uh, it's not. It's not fun for me. But anyway, it's not about me. Um. And then uh, the guy running the garage, uh, his name's Jimbo, Jimbo Slice, James McCulloch. And he, uh, <laughs> he, the funny thing about this dude, this dude's a blue belt. And he, he went to one school, like a very big school in the area. And he was there for uh, maybe six months. And he goes, you guys are doing everything fucking wrong. Just um, immediately was like, I know how, how to teach. I know how to learn. You guys are doing none of this correctly. So he was the one that was like, you know, he was the one that was really like, we, we need to get our own program going. So him and uh, him and Nick together, Jimbo and Nick together, they make a good team. Nice. They manage the garage. The, Jimbo does a very good job at managing managing the garage. <laughs> <laughs> so you say your coach is uh, constantly like breaking down instructional things like that. Uh, yep. you, you have so many competitions uh, coming up that you're just worried about the next one. Um, are your coaches going through the PGF history and breaking down people yes. as well? Are they prepping you? Yes, that, that that's that's really the like why I love Nick so much because he like I said he puts that time in. So when, like when I go to work, I, I work security. I watch jujitsu the whole entire time, and um, it's awesome to have a coach that is somehow working a job and managing to watch more content than I am. He's he's <laughs> on the ball, so he he are he's already starting to game plan. You know, for some of the uh, you know the returning names for PGF and. Uh, mm-hmm. And just kind of getting our game plan down. I mean, yeah, Kamoy okay. has been all about, you know, competing like crazy. Uh, season two, coach for season uh, three. I'm sorry, season four. Uh, and, you know, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah Carlton. Of course I'm looking at him. 
man, our, our hoist, PGS hoist. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's that, that, that's, that's a, our that's, king. Yeah, I uh, I like that Elijah Carlton cat, man. I've been paying attention to him lately, especially after seeing him out in uh, out in the ADCC Denver Open here. He's uh, oh, that's he's, right. He he, dude, he's fun to watch. And on top of that, the uh, the jabroni spin is, is such a simple leg entanglement to man one of the best positions that you could ask for. So I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been just going to some open mats and just like jabroni spinning every single round. <laughs> like, I was like, man, I was like, you really figured something out on this one. There you go. Um, well, don't, yeah. don't sleep on Matt Elkins either. Uh, you can't sleep on anybody. You know, uh, I'll be honest. I'm probably going to be the one being slept on because I got an invite. So I'm a uh, well. I, yeah, I do enjoy there's, that. There's a lot of people that that actually got invites too because the qualifiers were not as many this year. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I was planning on doing the one we had in Boulder, so that's kind of how my invite came. Okay. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Hey, you know, it was it was a good thing that BMAC was was just right there doing the commentating. Yeah. It, that's just how life is, you know, like if, if you're pushing the right direction, things just somehow fall into place always, you know, like the, from from just showing up and like, OK, I'm going to sign up for absolutes and it ended up being free. And then our match getting moved to B max match or to B max mat, like, you know, like if, if you're pushing, if you're pushing forward and doing the right thing, like somehow things fall into place. I don't know. That, that, I think the force has something to do with that. <laughs> I think the force might be a little strong with me. <laughs> oh, man. So you, you mentioned that you did judo. That was your first martial art or did you do yeah, something sir. else prior to that? Yeah, I did. Um, pretty much when I could when I started walking, I did judo. I went state in judo a couple times. Uh, I went to nationals. Nice. Uh, I had a lot of fun in judo, but what really pushed me, uh, I was in like eighth grade and uh, so stupid. I was in eighth grade and uh, I was supposed to fight somebody on, on like a Friday, you know, like a, I'm going to fight this guy on a Friday. I, I can't believe we even planned it like that. I think it was like a Monday or a Tuesday. We're like, we're going to fight on Friday. And I remember, you know, I'd be on, I would be on YouTube. Like, does judo work in a street fight? How to make judo work in a street fight. And then I was like, and then that's kind of what pushed me towards, you know, I hear Rogan talking about it. And then I was like, all right, well, you know what? I, I know someone that goes to this jujitsu gym. Let's go check it out. And for that, and that gym that I was at was the one that I stayed at for, you know, like self-defense and combative. Perfect. You know, and that fight ended up not happening, but that's what started me down that path. Pay-per-view got canceled. Yeah, yeah, fight, fight, fight got canceled. Well, I remember, I remember they're like, yeah, he's a he's a Golden Gloves boxer, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do a week's worth of uh, of uh, intro classes at a jiu-jitsu school and see how this goes. Hey, Were you asking you all these specific balls. questions, like, how do you deflect the punch? Like, like let's say you have a, a guy that wants to fight you on a Friday. And uh, it's Tuesday, my first day. What would I need to learn by Friday to not die? Right? Somebody out there. Like, hypothetically, I have a fight on Friday. <laughs> and then, uh, sure enough, that gym man, like um, the guy that was running that program, uh, was uh, his name's Andre Deville, man. And he was just a gangster, and he just he was he loved the fighting part of jujitsu. So really, I would say the first couple years of my jujitsu career was really more of like uh, MMA jiu-jitsu and then more like gracie combatives type stuff uh and then i started just kind of going down the rabbit hole of just grappling and i still have people that want to push me towards mma but there's money to be made right now in jiu-jitsu 
you know, like, yep. like I've got teammates that do MMA and uh, realistically we're making the same exact thing and, and I'm not getting hit in the head and I'm training seven days a week and, you know, life's good. Yep. He's like, I can put sentences together. <laughs> well, kind of, <laughs> kind of, I'm not the sharpest, but <laughs> hey, neither are we, but still, you know, shit. Yeah, so you're you're mentioning you know judo, jujitsu. So you're you're strictly going through this pro athlete type of lifestyle. This is yeah. what you want to do. Yeah, and then when I was uh, doing jujitsu, the first or I did jujitsu for like a year or two, and then my jujitsu coach was like, "Hey, man, like you're probably gonna hate wrestling, but I want you to wrestle through high school." And then so I ended up wrestling for two years in high school too. And of course, he was right; I hated it because I was I was a way better grappler than those kids, but. You know, they were so good at, you know, scoring points. So I, learning jiu-jitsu first and then going to jiu-jitsu or learning wrestling or jiu-jitsu first and going to wrestling, it's horrible, you know, because you're just like, man, like, you guys only understand, like, 20% of what's going on here. And we'd, we would kind of have, we'd have, like, challenge matches. I remember, like, I, I would do jiu-jitsu with all the guys on the team, you know. They'd be like, well, let's see how this goes. Triangle, triangle, triangle. Guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> guillotine so uh yeah i i've uh my whole life i've been uh i've been involved in athletics and then i uh kind of during covid i got super into bodybuilding because i was i was such such a small kid from doing so much like uh so much athletics that uh i had a hard time like getting past like 155 pounds so i really was like got into the sport of bodybuilding just to put some size on and now i'm now I'm going back to, you know, not looking like a bodybuilder, but looking like uh, an athlete. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. And any acai and Jesus, is, 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 is that yeah. part of the diet? Acai, yeah. acai, it's a must, man. That's why we do jujitsu, you know? Like, that's how, that's why life is so good, because we're praying every day. Uh, a question. Yes, sir. Go ahead. I see you. I see you over there with your, with your, you know, calculating something in your brain. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just trying to try to figure out how, how, how to, how to weigh you out, man. I mean, try and try to figure out, you know, uh, obviously I, I do the, I do the fancy stuff. Uh, I mean, you, you seem like you're going to be a great leg locker, but you said you got some passing now too. Uh, you're a freaking international man of mystery trying to, trying to cyber stalk you is not easy. But we're trying uh, to find footage. Well, we're trying to find footage just so we can use it for, for our fantasy. Yeah, well, well tr- trust me, you, you guys will have plenty of footage this next month. Oh, okay. and, and plenty of footage of, of different game plans that we're, that we're going for. I, I've got some, uh, I got some kids from Brazil for, uh, in Texas, which I'm super excited about. They haven't put the headshots out, but I don't think this guy's ever competed in uh, Nogi before, but he's won pans a couple times. Like, I'm super excited for that matchup, so... Nice. Yeah, super interesting matchup. But I, well, you guys are gonna have plenty of footage. So well, Actually, the week. I mean, it, it is. We, we you know affectionately call it the, the Shark Week of Jujitsu because I mean it is it, it is nonstop. Uh, oh, I don't know. He, I think that, I'm gonna. Go yeah, everyone's holes are gonna get exposed. You know, like no 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 ways around that. You know, you you got 12 matches. You know, people are gonna be able to analyze you. That's almost like kind of the downside of this is like, man, I'm putting out a lot of content one week, you know, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think your your experience as a bodybuilder will help you because uh, I, I know some competitors just lost tons of weight 
uh, just yeah. because of the kind of the hectic schedule of the you know, lather, rinse, repeat, you know, three matches, uh, a, lot, a lot of grueling time and then having yeah. to wake up and, and make it all work. But uh, so some supplementation, acai and prayers or whatever, whatever the heck you want to call it. But I mean, uh, you know, uh, not, not losing weight is actually a can be a challenge for a lot of the competitors. Yeah. Throughout that week. Um, yeah, man, I, I have a hard time keeping on weight now. I've, I've added in, uh, I've been swimming every single day just to like really just be pushing that cardio. And, uh, even then, man, that I drop pounds, just swimming. Yep. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, like, you know, the way you're at, right. That's that challenge of obviously you're your conditioning still and stuff, but at the same time, you're like, shit, I don't want to lose more than I need to. Yeah. So I don't like, you know, I can't relate as a heavyweight, right. I mean, if I can yeah. relate, I'm still a heavyweight. <laughs> so yeah. I can only imagine right, how tough it is trying to find that perfect balance, right. Where you're doing the work you need to do. But also not doing it too much where you're like, fuck, I'm underweight. And now you know, you're just having to feel the weight of the world on you with guys yeah. in weight class. Yeah. And then uh like looking forward to trials, man. I think my weight class is like 193 for trials. So it's like oh, shit. I'm all over the place uh weight-wise, you know. So mm-hmm. uh so these next coming comps you have, right? Are they all at 185 or no, sir? Weights also jumping around for those. No, our dude, we've got Jimbo Slice is like a a fucking scientist when it comes to weight cuts. So, um, like we, we do weight cuts real easy. So I've got in Texas, I'll be at 180, um, Chicago, 183. And then I jump up to 93 for, uh, trials and then back down to 85. Nice. So I'm just, just in uh, the same ballpark. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All, all in the same ballpark, but my best wins tend to come when I'm going against guys bigger than me for whatever reason. Hmm. so like if you look at like like statistically i do better in absolutes and you know you can always say that absolutes is the easier path which it tends to be but i do better against you know guys of all weights so i'm not really too worried about it whichever way it goes so maybe gives you the speed advantage being the smaller guy that's usually what what people say yep 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 and uh, the swimming man uh has just increased my speed so much because it feels like my dynamic movements aren't costing me as much like I feel like I'm doing such dynamic movements, you know, through the pool on limited amounts of breath that when it comes to jujitsu, man, and I'm breathing the whole time, I'm like, man, like I can fucking move. So, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, getting good at CO2 management and swimming has definitely been like, uh, has, has definitely like pushed me to where I need to be. Nice. Wallow, you're muted, Wallow, you're muted dude. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, I was coughing. I was coughing oh, okay. earlier and I'm, no, uh, so is the swimming part of the program that Jimbo's laid out for you, or is that something that you took on yourself? Um, he does my interval training. So, like, uh, we'll do uh, interval training on the assault bike. But uh, oh, I'm, nice. just, I'm just a, a fish to begin with. Uh, my dad went to the Junior Olympics. Like, man, I just – I really enjoy that. And uh, really the thing is with the swimming is, like, the stress management, you know. It's like dealing with that same sort of stress that you'll deal with in a jiu-jitsu match, but you literally can't breathe, you know. So it, it's just dealing with a different kind of stress, but at the end, you know, you'll be better at dealing with stress overall. So I, the swimming was something I added in myself. And then like, man, you look at all these UFC guys, the majority of them have added that to their game. And, you know, it's easier on the body, you know, you're not destroying your knees running or so uh, the, the swimming has been a game changer for me. Do you do anything for recovery or you're, you're good mm. because you're young? I, uh, I do young acai and prayers. You recover pretty quick. <laughs> um, um, yeah, man, honestly, I, I, 
I kill myself swimming. I look at, at swimming as an act of recovery. And then, um, you know, obviously sauna, steam room. Uh, and then it sounds funny to say, but like uh, we try to pick one open mat a week that is like we call it hunting where, you know, you're going to be will be the highest level guys in the room. But you're not you're not going to be getting pushed, but you get to hunt, you get to work new things out. So that's like our, you know, our active recovery because we do train seven days a week. Mm. So and like I said, four of those days are in the little garage and then three of them are at, you know, three of the biggest schools in Colorado. Nice. Cool. Hey, I got a question here for you from uh, Brave Little Spidey. He wants to know how much swimming do you do distance and time if you keep track of any of that? Yeah, so with if you're doing interval training, um, I think the best way to look at swimming is is to do it like a distance thing where uh, you're trying to swim, you know, 100 to 200 meters in single goes, which is an insane goal to have. But that that's kind of how I look at it. Like I'll do interval training in the pool where I'm doing uh, where I'm doing like a 50 meter swim. So to one side, I'm doing as hard as I can. Stop, breathe, go again. And the reason I I stopped doing that because we started doing interval training on the bike. So we're like, okay, let's kind of act like we're doing jujitsu in the pool. Let's see how long, like, can you swim for five minutes straight? And so that, that's pretty much what I go off of. Like I, I'll shoot. If I can swim, if I can hold a freestyle pace or a freestyle swim for a good pace for five minutes, then I know like, okay, I'm, I'm where I need to be. And that's kind of where I've been lately. But once like it took me, I don't know, it took me a, a full month of swimming before I could even swim a hundred meters. So down, back, down, back. So, uh, yeah, man, just, I, I think, like I said, I think you got to look at it in two different ways. Like if you're just swimming, then you need to be doing interval training and distance swimming in the pool. But if you're doing your interval training somewhere else, like I am on the assault bike, then, uh, you should look at swimming like you're a distance swimmer. So I, I hope that answers your question, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's going to be yeah he's going to be out in the LA qualifier he's going to try to be part of the family okay okay good I'm going to see Spider-Man then yeah yeah yeah. I mean LA is going to be pretty packed I hear so we'll see I don't know pretty packed of dirty LA people (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i I gotta save that for the dirty brazilian coming to fight me (laughs) (laughs) it's going all all kinds of people out i mean no 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 no. that 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 brazilian cat i'm excited you look at the kid and you like you try to get hyped up in your head but he just looks like such a nice kid you know he's got like one of those just like like happy-go-lucky faces you're like oh man like i want to be your friend (laughs) <laughs> Usually those are the assassins, bro. Yeah, you know? they're coming back. They're coming back, you know. But you know, this is American jiu-jitsu now, right? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying like the, I'm saying like the nice guys are usually the, the assassins. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, okay, the okay. Out, yeah, the Meow twins. Yeah, you're I, right. Hey, I do jujitsu. What's yeah, up? Yeah, you're right. Pizza and pasta, right? Yeah, you're uh, right. That yeah. kid. That. I, I don't I don't know how could anybody hate on that guy. I mean he's he's such a nice guy. He is. He is. I, I got to see him uh, here in Denver for the one debut. That was pretty cool. Oh because nice. yeah, for one's international debut. It was so cool seeing jujitsu on that stage. The the one uh, thing I, that go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say that I love one. Yeah. I love their <laughs> their, their their shells, all of them. 
I love one, two, but I hate that I don't get to see Mikey against like the actual best guys in the world. Yeah. You know, like I was talking with someone about that today. Yep. Like, cool, man. I keep seeing you beat these fucking guys that do Sambo. Like, I really want to see you go against some of the best dudes. So I, that, that, that is like, I think the one downside to one, you know, but the overall it's super good for the sport, but yeah, I just absolutely. Wanna, I want to see Mikey go against, you know, some, some of the Black top class you get you guys. Stuff. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you want to call him out, call him out right now. Uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> man, he he he, 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 he still man. fucked me up. Yeah, he's 125 <laughs> pounds, man. I, I, I would just leave. He's 120. I thought he was 145. I got no idea, yeah. man. Uh, he's talking he small to me. I find out for him. <laughs> Shit, 125 and just oh um, yeah. He, yeah, he, Wikipedia he, has him as 134. So it was that featherweight, but he'd probably fight at. Yeah, Bantam one. and no, yeah. and no weight cut, so he's probably walking around one thirty-five, one forty. But yeah, so uh, he, like, he, he eats like pasta and, and pizza every day. So yeah, he's yeah, you know he's, he's yeah, but he also like, got to be works like, out like all day too. He's, yeah, he's yeah. like this. He's like, oh, for dinner I have pizza or pasta. He says it like a like a TJ Maxx mom. <laughs> That's how he fucking sounds when he talks, right? He's like, Bro, and the, yeah, the way he walks know, around. Oh, dude, exactly. He looks like a little. <laughs> it's like a. Oh, like, shake my hand. Mikey Musumechi. I know, I man. I'm like, <laughs> I feel good. You know, that's just how he sounds all the time. <laughs> and you can't hate him because he's good, but you're right, man. Right? I, see him, I see him running around taking those little steps, you know, little hand movements <laughs> to go shake hands. I'm like, wait, wait, like man, wait, cut wait. that out. <laughs> he's the guy that can whip ass, but if we're like hanging out in a group and somebody's picking on him, you got to be like, yo, stop picking on him, bro. Yeah. No, not even you know, that. Like, yo, we're, we're, we're protecting you. We're like, yo, don't fuck with him. He'll fuck. He can fuck all yeah. of us up. And as you can do to you, yeah. you know, because again, if they walked up, all four of us, and we go with Mikey, they're like, oh, they're like, who's the most dangerous one here? They're gonna point at everyone but him. And then we're like, no, nah, dude, that's the one you want to be careful with, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm a good person. I don't want to hurt anyone. And that's how you know he's going to fuck you up. I don't want to hurt you, bud. <laughs> I, I've been playing yeah. with that Mikey lock that, he, that, he, that he's been, you know, made. He invented, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. And I've been playing it a lot with, like, 50-50 and, like, taking the secondary leg and taking it on the side of the head. I've been really trying. I feel like there's a submission there. I just haven't, haven't figured out exactly what it is. But that Mikey lock grip is nasty. Um, yeah, it's a super nasty grip. I, I I kind of have this theory, you know that guy that uh that Mikey like destroyed his knee or destroyed his leg, like yeah. they're like, oh, it looks like he got into a car wreck. But I think that guy went into that match with that leg just gone, you know. And that guy was like, I want one to give me a new leg, so just fucking just shred this thing because I was like, man, who would just do this? Who would take See, like better theory than me? <laughs> better theory. And my theory is. He destroyed his leg before. Yes, one hundred percent. Destroyed after, right? Like, what's he oh. doing? Break it, you know? <laughs> Bro, that's so that's so bad. It's that funny. We, you, you've heard of people doing that, like in MMA. It's like they break their hand and they still they they won't say anything. Oh, I broke my hand during the fight, just so they could have their surgery. Hopefully, you know, as as time progresses, that'll move on, and, and maybe they'll have medical insurance throughout the year, not just when they fight, so they don't have to do that. Um, yeah. That that was, that was like always been one of my things. It's like these guys should have medical, you know, the, these, these big promotions, you know, that that have them on their contract. It's like give them give them medical throughout the year, not just when they fight. You know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. Which which I think one one does do medicals for their fighters. 
Yeah, yeah, one, that's uh, great, man. That's, yeah, one, like one's a solid company. And then, uh, I don't know if if you guys remember Pride, during the matches, they would have the drum going, you know, the do, yep. do, do, like a heartbeat. Man, being being at one live and them having that, that was super awesome, you know. I was like, nice. makes you on the edge of your seat the whole time. So, I, uh-huh. I, I'm i super excited for them to come back. But I did they have I, did they have the lady that screams when 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 Lenny Hart what's her name Lenny Hart she was on NCC yeah she was on NCC yeah you know what we we saw we saw the same thing at uh, ADCC with the drums and 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 you know she was announcing people and stuff it was great it was how long. I don't think they told her how long she would be doing that because, like, halfway through, she went from having, like, badass interest to Craig Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Mo went over there, and he's like, all right, cut those a little short now, all right? (laughs) So going back to the PGF, we got got 15 people now in, uh, 15 people on the roster. Um, Obviously, you're doing your research on Elijah or Hoist, you know, trying to figure out, you know, crack that nut. But, I mean, I got to think – there's got to be some people you already have, like you, you figure out you're going to win against. I mean, you got anybody that like you say, like, I got this guy. Uh, there's a few guys, you know, that, uh, that have less experience that we've been looking at. But um, I think overall, when I, uh, when I really like, uh, when I really play my game to the best of its ability, the, the game, like I, I don't have to game plan too much, you know, like if I know where you're at, I know what, what game you want to play. Like I know Elijah's going to try to rip my heel off. Um, I, I just feel like I don't need. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few guys, a few guys that are, I'll know I'll for sure beat, but who knows? Everybody always has a puncher's chance. And those guys are. Listen, he's trying not to tell you who, bro. That's part of his game plan. It, it doesn't matter, man. I'm sure the guys that I have beat looked at me and are like, man, there's no way this fucking idiot's going to beat me. And then sure enough, it happens, you know? So The fucking guy from the garage. <laughs> like, man, this guy's in a fucking garage. How is he going to beat, you know, the best team training right now? So I, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't overlook anybody. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Um, maybe any final question for uh, Anakin before we go? When when can we get a Vader lock rash guard? Uh, I want to support so bad. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm working with a rash guard company right now. Oh, there we go. Nice. Yeah, I I, uh, I actually ended up reaching out to – I had a couple people reach out to me that weren't local. Um, <laughs> and uh, – I end up going through the local route, so uh, I'm super excited to see what happens. I, this guy's a super, super good designer, so I'm just like, man, just go crazy with it, because I eventually I want him to do the whole uh, Subhounds Rash Guards line. Nice, so, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we're I'm due for a, a new set. Already. Okay, good. I'm glad because I I like these Rash Guards and shirts, man. But like, which side is it? What the fuck is this on my fucking Rash Guard? <laughs> you know, like we didn't pay for this on there. Who? Who looks at this logo and is like, man, this this is going to be the logo for my company. So I got all kinds of random shit on this. So uh, I, I want new subhound stuff. So that's what we're working for. Oh, yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Also, I don't thought instructional at some point for the video. It's going to be after PGF after, you know, like, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be plan. Smart. It's going to be plan A, you know, so these guys better figure out how to defend a straight ankle. 
<laughs> you're, 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 you're telling them what you're coming with. So, I mean, my, my rash guard says back takes and leg breaks. It's not a, it's not a fucking secret. <laughs> like, like I can't tell you how many guys I've gone against the tournaments. They're like, man, I just looked at your rash guard and was like, well, I got to hide my legs. Like poser. <laughs> so, and I don't think it really matters what people think I'm going for. <laughs> Fair enough. Are, are, are you coming alone? You, you bring a coach, a team? Uh, I, I was going to ask you guys, how many guys bring their coaches out? Because I like having my coaches around because they just make me like, uh, they like make me feral, you know, they just start saying all kinds of crazy shit and getting me all hyped up. So I, I was just curious, like, do a lot of guys bring their coaches out? Uh, some do. We I mean, had, it, we had a few. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, some guys go get an Airbnb and, and like, you know, they, they bring a crew uh, a lot of times yeah. with the, if, if a team has like multiple people, yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if 10th Planet Jacksonville, you know, they had two guys in there. Maybe they come up, um, you know, 10th yeah. uh, Planet uh, Atlanta guys. I mean, you know, they often roll deep. Um, just depends. I mean, just yeah. whatever you feel comfortable with. Then, yes, I will be bringing I'll be bringing I'll be bringing somebody with me. One of the uh, hounds will be with me. And uh, yes. uh, who knows? They might be wearing, you know, the uh, American flag sweatpants. You know, we'll, we'll see, you know, <laughs> Jimbo's always in those damn sweatpants. So if you see a guy with the um, American flag sweatpants, that's Jimbo! Jimbo size. And he's, he's probably telling me some dark shit, getting me excited for the match, you know, like, like some, you know, with the cloaks over our head, Star Wars style, uh-huh. just like, you're going to fucking kill him, man. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're a lion. He's coming to your den. Okay. <laughs> Use the force. That's awesome. So, yeah, expect me be, to be accompanied by a hound. Nice. Well, on that note, we are out of here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for all the comments. I hate tune in October 29th uh, to watch Anakin and the rest of of the PGF five athletes throw down is going to go down. Uh, that what is it? That the, the draft is on the 29th. The combine is on the 29th. Season starts on the 30th all the way through the third. And then on the fourth is the finale in Atlanta. So guys tune in. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Come hey, on, guys. Yeah. It, it, it is a shark I, week I mean, of jujitsu. I'm, I'm I'm losing my words because I've been waiting for this for for a year, man. This is that's right. This is like my vacation. Uh, it gets me like through the whole fucking year because I take this week off. I go up there, I watch everything, you know, hang out with Egg and all the boys and everybody out there. It's such a great time. I Hours cannot of express content every day. I cannot yeah. express how awesome just the whole atmosphere of being there is. That, that is so, what everybody has told me. The, the word atmosphere has come up in so many conversations about the PGF. Right on. Yeah, brother. I mean, everyone they everyone just cares and, and wants to bring in and make it such an awesome opportunity for you uh, and everyone competing, all the fans. It is a community that, that, that really came together during COVID uh, when, he, when, when Brandon started this during, you know, 2020. Uh, and, and so many of us hopped on the chats and, and like all over the world. It, it just... It's it's awesome. You're gonna have an amazing time, man. I love good promoters, man. You should see the ones we have here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like promoter by nature is a shysty person, you know. Like, like B Max. <laughs> Aside's B Max, if you're a promoter, man, you're probably a little shysty. Okay, that's just the way the business is. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Promoters I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all you guys having knows. me on. We're out of hey, here, guys. So Thank much, you brother. so much for tuning in. We're training a garage, baby. Up.